The Right Hook Podcast. Make business sense on the road with the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater SUV with low BIK, 200 euro VRT and a five-year warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie All right, that's Philip Malloy with Movies and Television. Where do you want to start? Philip um, no, Well, I just want one thing I thought we might just say uh, to to listeners is um, just mention some of the things that have actually started or are about to start new TV series. Uh, ask people, have they seen them or are they likely to see them, see them or what are they looking forward to? One I saw on Monday night is called Vinyl. Uh, actor called Bobby Cannavale in it. You may know him as Jip Rossetti, member from um, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, of lovely, course. really fine actor. And it's about this uh, this former record company executive in the seventies trying to win back, ha- having fallen on hard times, and trying to win back um, his position. Uh, produced by uh, Martin Scorsese and Mick Jagger of all t- people, and Jagger's son actually has a, a supporting role in it. Happy Valley, which I love, I think is a great as a BBC series with an actress called Sarah Lan- Lancashire that started uh, I think it's second episode this week uh, The Night Manager which we might come to in a minute which is based on a, a John le Carre book and it uh, starts next Sunday night and it's a six part seri- series one of the things about it is um, various people have tried to get it going um, since uh, it was published as in book form in 1993 first of all Robert Town who you may recall uh, won an Oscar in 1970 for for Chinatown. He tried to get it going for Sidney Pollock. And then uh, late 2009 about uh, Brad Pitt's company, uh, Plan B, tried to get it going. And just none of them could get it up off the ground. Now, I gather Simon Cornwall, who is Jean Le Carre's, as you know, is his his son. He has actually said there was just too much in the book for a two-hour film. Well, that's the problem with Le Carre, though. They're very complicated. They They are very dense. Yeah, and yeah. and movies or television, by their very way they are done, they have to get stuff across in a yeah, relatively short space n- of time. Well, they do, but um, as you know about Le Carre, George, television has probably been much better over the years to Le Carre than, uh, than the cinema has. Oh, absolutely, because they can give it more time. Smiley's People and all yeah. of those, you know, six-parters, great um, and then again, of the ones that are coming up, uh, we have season four of House of Cards, which starts on the 3rd of March. So if people wanted to say anything about any of those, please, let's have them. 53106 about what you're looking forward to uh, or what you're uh, currently watching. Yeah. Now, just if, if you wanted to go back to Le Carre just for a moment, because there's several things coming up. Um, one, okay, as I say, first of all, is The Night Manager, which is a US-UK um, co-production. And it's it, it, they, they, they've invested an awful lot of money in it, made over 75 days in Morocco, Mallorca, Switzerland and London. And it was directed, they brought in this uh, quite famous and very accomplished um, uh, Danish director, a woman called Suzanne Beer, who's won an Oscar. They brought her in to direct it. And the, the people that are in it um, are uh, Tom Hiddleston, who's a, a very, very fine actor, Tom Hollander. Uh, Hugh Laurie plays the villain in it. And it's the story, he, uh, Olivia Coleman is in it as well. And it's, it's the story of this uh, soldier who's recruited um, uh, by British intelli- intelligence to enter 
uh, to uh, um, uh, infiltrate a notorious arms dealing ring. So that's what the story is. And it stretches out over six uh, weeks. But but you, you apparently there's another Le Carre film now. And then there's another Le Carre film. It's called uh, Our Kind of Traitor. I don't know if you read the book or not, but it's called Our Kind of Traitor. It's out here on the 5th of May. It stars one of your favourite um, uh, actors, Damien Lewis, with Ewan McGregor, Stellan Skarsgård, Naomi Harris, Jeremy Northam. A really strong um, uh, lineup again. And again, a lot of money has been spent on that. So if you like Le Carre, um, you know, it's a good time to... I didn't like Le Carre. Did you not? No, I, I, I found I found the denseness of yeah. the movies difficult, I must say. Yeah, I don't know. I looked at Smiley's People again, for instance, and I just found it difficult. Do you know where I want to go a bit ahead of yeah. schedule? Yeah. The, J- just, by, yeah. just the way you say, by the way, his uh, an awful lot of his books have been filmed for television or the cinema, and the first one, the very first one was... The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, oh, which was yeah. made in this country. With, in Dublin, Smith. Yeah, yeah, made in this yeah. country with yeah. uh, with Richard Burton, obviously playing Lee Mass, as his name was. And uh, she was, uh, Liz Taylor, who was married to him, I think it was the first time she was married to him. She was in Dublin at that time, that period with him. Trapped Iceland starting next weekend is fantastic. Oh, that's good. Uh, all started last weekend. Better Call Saul. Everybody thinks Better Call Saul is yeah, good. I've got the. I've just bought the uh, the, the DVD um, version of it. So all right. I'm going to look at it. The Blacklist is great. Back yeah. at the end of the month, everybody thinks House of Cards is just amazing. Is it? I never got past series one. Well, well, okay. My kids are big into Netflix. <laughs> I never got Netflix myself, but I have um, a 17-year-old who's big into it. And I, I've watched now, I've watched a, a good part of the uh, third series. And it is, George. It's very, very good. It's very involving. It's very sharp. It's very funny as well. Uh, so I think it's worth watching. What do you think of Transparent? The listener thinks season two was I inferior season one. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Right. Now, I want to talk to you about music. Yeah. There's a sneaking suspicion. I normally don't like your music, yeah. but I think I might like this one. Yes, yes. Well, I, well, I hope you like it. You and picked it for me. Yeah, me. I did. I did. Uh, first of all, there was a, a, a jazz trumpeter, a fellow called Neil Hefty. And in the 40s and 50s, he worked with Count Basie, Woody Herman and ha- Harry James and all kinds of other people and he was known as as a very very accomplished trumpeter but um, he's even better known uh, for the for the scores that he did um, first of all for television and then for the cinema he did the Batman team remember the Batman yeah. team very sort of quirky Batman and then as well he did the that jaunty team uh, from the, both the film and the TV series of the Odd Couple I thought the Odd Couple team was super yeah well, I liked yeah, it a lot, really of, liked a lot it. of people like yeah. it and then he, he did he did a string of comedies Sex and the Single Girl remember that yeah. um, How to Murder Your Wife Barefoot in the Park remember that and he did a couple he did a, a couple of action vehicles um, one of them um, was a film I don't know if you remember it a film called New Face in Hell no uh, George Pippard played the uh, a detective in it it was also known as PJ uh, his name was PJ Deitweiler in it but anyway that was one of the action things he did but he also did this
all right, uh, Neil Neil Hefty yeah. uh, and the film. And the film uh, dates from 1966. It's sometimes described as a race western, and it's uh, it, it's called Duel at Diablo. And I remember, do you remember the beginning of it where where that? That, that's the theme that comes in. He's, he's in a kind of desert setting and James Garner and he plays this scout, this Indian scout and basically he's fighting two Indians and he wins out. He rescues this, this woman played by a lovely Swedish actress called can't remember, but a Swedish actor, B.B. Anderson. Yeah, and she had a baby. And yeah, I, I like. But he, he, any, anyway, he, he, he gets her up on the horse, and they head off, and they head up to this kind of plateau, and he, he looks down at the plateau, and the music's. Are, are oh, great. I mean, it's fabulous music. It's a great western because there was the most unusual fella in it. I mean, yeah, it was unusual because you had Sidney Poitier, mm. who was black. First um, western for Sidney Poitier, right? And, then, and James Garner's first western since Maverick on TV. Yeah. But then you have Bill Travers, like yeah. who was Scottish, and uh, like was the most unusual choice right. as the cavalry captain. Uh, Scotty, they call him. Yeah, but he was great. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, there was a kind of diversity. Dennis Weaver is in it as well, a lovely actor. And uh, interesting thing about uh, you, you always refer, when we talk about um, uh, Bill Travers, you always refer to that movie that he made, Geordie, in yeah. which he played the, was it a hammer throwing there? Yeah. Uh, at, at the Olympic Games, I think it was, or, yeah, or uh, the, the uh, Commonwealth Games. Was no, it? no, the, Amer- the, Olympics. the Olympics, yeah. yeah. And, and anyway, he was married to Virginia McKenna, and they, they made Born Free together, and they became a really obsessed apparently with uh, looking after animals in the wild um, yeah. at that stage so their 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 careers um, kind of slid down and they, they, they became more in, involved in animal But they made a film about a, born a lion or a born Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what's this about um, uh, From the Shelf? This is your shelf at home yeah. which you have just had the builders in to make twice as big. Did you have any problem with the wind? With the wind for I lost my TV for for days because of the wind. And the, did you? Yeah. Then no. the then the engineer comes around and he says the house is too high. <laughs> stop, stop with it. Anyway, so what's the movie? My, my my choice is okay. As you know, John Cleese. I I really adore John Cleese. Um, but he he's okay. Obviously made Faulty Towers. But was it about fourteen episodes of it for TV? And he also did Monty Python. But he never he never really made that many um, really good uh, movies for the cinema apart from uh, A Fish Called Wanda which is a kind of caper comedy of manners All in a, in a nice cast in it Jamie Lee Curtis who I've always thought was an underrated actress Kevin Kline, who's an Oscar winner and an English actor called jo- uh, Tom Georgeson do you not know him no. made a series called Between the Lines no don't no, it doesn't do anything for you. Um, anyway, uh, it was directed by an old Ealing Studios veteran, a, fi- a fellow called Charlie Crichton, and he directed it and he also wrote it with, Cle- with Cleese. And it's about four oddball characters who come together to rob a London jeweller and find and spend the remainder of the of the film then sort of double crossing each other. Now, I didn't think that was his best film. Wanda, Please, Fish Called Wanda. Did, did you know, what you think is the best I thing? loved him as the time obsessed headmaster. Oh God, of he's so good in that. What was the name of that again? He's so good in it's that. Clockwise. Clockwise. He's, he on was, his, he's on his way to a conference. Yeah. Um, it was absolutely yeah, magnificent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, it would be a toss-up, I suppose. But I really have liked, and I watched it again uh, um, uh, recently, A Fish Called Wanda, and I just thought it was great. 
Um, so, now, McDonald's normally is done by that fella Moore, isn't it? He normally is doing quasi-documentaries about too much food and everything. <laughs> but Michael Keaton Mike, is doing Michael, something. What's Michael that? Moore. There's an act, a, a, a listener called Jason, called Jason Carney who was on to us, and he, 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 he says, is it true uh, that Michael Keaton is making a movie about McDonald's? And uh, uh, and by that McDonald's, he obviously means the fast food chain. Well, he is. And uh, it's in post-production at the moment and it should be out around November. And uh, which probably means that someone sees it as having sort of Oscar potential. But anyway, it's about this guy called Ray Kroc. And Ray Kroc was a Chicago businessman who uh, discovered, uh, first of all, this quite small operation in Southern California, this fast food operation. And he was very, very um, uh, taken with the way the McDonald's brothers turned out this fast food. So uh, he got involved in the company and eventually uh, took it over. And so that's what it's about. It's about him um, taking the company away from uh, the McDonald brothers. It's a rectified guy called John Lee Hancock who's who tends to deal in Americana. But I gather... Uh, from people who have seen the script uh, that this is is good stuff. So it's worth worth waiting for. Now, there was a movie starring... was it Tyrone Power who was in a lifeboat and they, in order to stay afloat, they had to sacrifice members of the lifeboat. Do you remember that one? Was it called Lifeboat? I don't know. Might have H- been. There's a Hitchcock film called Life. Yeah, Boat. and 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 eventually, then, although he saved the people in the lifeboat, obviously, because he threw a few overboard, uh, yeah. he became very unpopular at the end. I think it might have been Tyrone Power. I'm not sure, but you've got a lifeboat movie. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> it's a true story, and it's um it's has been described as the. Uh, uh, the the most effective small lifeboat um, um, uh, uh, operation in history. Anyway, it dates from um, it dates from 1952, and it's about uh, this uh, this uh, this storm off the uh, west off the east coast of America. And in the storm, a, an oil tanker uh, gets chopped basically in two. So um, uh, what what we what you have is a story going back and forth from the. Uh, the lifeboat that's sent out to uh, to rescue him and the, the people on the ship uh, led by the ship's engineer who's played by Casey Affleck. So he what, what he intends to do is to run the ship, the remainder of the ship, aground in the hope of being rescued. While at the same time, this lifeboat, Coast Guard lifeboat, with four people on board, is heading out to try and rescue uh, the, the people on board. And at the same time, George, there is a, there's a love story that they keep um, referring to back and forward between the coxswain um, of the lifeboat and uh, um, um, a woman uh, uh, telephone operator uh, on shore. So that's basically the story. Um, it's it's it, the, the, the thing about it is that it's very, very impressive for the special effects. It was shot in a tank. You've over the years, you've seen many uh, Seagoing yeah, movies yeah, that have been yeah. shot at night. Well, this is a very, very effect. The, the the love story is trite and predictable, 
and uh, Chris Pine plays the, uh, the, the the lead and an actress called Holiday Granger whom we had on the picture show last weekend who's very very good uh, but it's the special effects uh, more than anything else that matter in it yeah because I think that Noel Coward movie in which we served they used the oh, big yeah. tank as well yeah. because there was a moment when the ship was torpedoed and they were actually in a lifeboat in that movie but these these tank things are very interesting because yeah. they're first of all they're enormous yeah and then they can blow wind rain yeah. hailstones so in fact the the film crew that the actors and actresses go through a pretty rough time yeah like. yeah i mean we're at the stage probably in movie history and in the development of cinema where you could actually do it um with uh cgi uh, but um, in this case and in other cases like it, they've decided to go with tanks and models. So and and it seems to work. Yeah. Um, it, it, this is a movie that is out or it's called it's called The Finest Hours made by Disney and it's out on Friday. Is is this is it an unlikely movie for Disney, do you think? Or not? Well, if when when you see it you won't consider it that unlikely in that it's it's kind of inspirational, I suppose. All right. And the way it turns out. And also as I say, you have this very, very ordinary well, this love story, um, which makes it seem quite ordinary and a bit predictable. Yeah. So. Have you got any other interesting movies? Well, there's one uh, called Triple Nine. Do you know what a Triple Nine is? Nine, nine, nine. Nine, 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 nine yeah. yeah. And yeah, so what happens, uh, what happens is there's a group of corrupt cops and uh, they are, are being pressurized by, believe it or not, uh, the, the thing was shot in Atlanta. The movie was shot in Atlanta. It's called Triple Nine, shot in Atlanta. And it's about the um, uh, this group of corrupt cops who are under pressure from the Russian mafia to carry out a heist. Okay, and they can't figure a way of doing it until someone comes up with the idea of doing a triple nine. And when when you when you have a triple nine, George, what you say that basically it's about a, a cop down, a oh, cop, right. being, okay. cop being yeah. shot, officer down, yeah. officer yeah. down. So what they want to do is to distract attention away from the heist area towards this cop. And uh, and the intention is that the cop again ask uh, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother, plays the cop in it, but it, it rebounds against the people who are planning it. Uh, it's a gritty, um, it, a couple of very good action set pieces in it, some uh, good dialogue, a very, very strong cast. And um, it's directed by a guy called John Hillcote, um, who directed a film called Lawless and The Proposition uh, and uh, a couple of years ago. So Now, somebody has just finished watching the HBO uh, series called Show Me a Hero. Yeah, yeah. Um Michael Palin was in a fish called Wanda Patroni says he, oh, he was. was, yeah. He was, he was, yeah. Uh, Kieran thinks Clockwise was one of the worst films ever made. <laughs> and Chris said he watched The Burning Plane. Uh, was that a William Holden movie, was it? No? The Burning Plane, a William yeah. Holden movie? No. No. no so. All right. No. Now he spelled plane P L A N E. I'm wondering is it P L A I N? Yeah, it might be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I are you sure it's not William Holden. Well, I hope you're watching Shetlands. Your friend Kalinda's in it, says Anne it's, Lucas. It's all on Sunday night and it's it's uh, it's a Where? Uh, on BBC. And have nine, I missed a few nine, episodes? Nine, you've missed a few but but this is in fact the second series of it. And, and is Kalinda good? 
Is she wearing short skirts and black boots? You see, this is what happens. She's okay. She's okay. Uh, 20th Century Fox, by the way, have developed a new series for her in the States. Uh, They lured her away from The Good Wife. They've, as I say, a a new series for her. So she'll be going back to America to work on hopefully, you know, uh, something worthwhile. I saw her. I didn't know who I was. Archie watching. Punjabi is her name. Ben. Archie Punjabi. Yeah. I saw she was in Bend It Like Beckham. She, she was. had a very small part. Yeah, she was. In yeah. Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. She for a while there. She was. Um, Any time uh, they were looking for an actress of Indian extraction they or went Pakistan, for her. they went for her. They, now there's one for you. Mm. You you presumably didn't like Bend It Like Beckham at all. I, I just thought it was. I don't know. Where did you get that? Where do you? Where does that presumption come because from? Because you have a kind of a not at all. Not, not at all. Not at all. I thought there were quite likable people in it. Yeah. And, I, and actually, it's one of the the, the Kira Knightley films that I like. I thought she was good. Uh, right. Be, be, just go back. You described him as Charlie Crichton. I'm sure he'd be very upset because he liked to be known as Charles Crichton. Oh, he, did yeah. he not? But he made a lot of those great healing yeah. comedies. No, he did. Yeah. So he's probably quite old. I would think. I think he's dead. Oh, yeah. Still so, directing. So he's, so he's quite, quite old. He's quite old. He's quite old. <laughs> this weekend picture show? Uh, we've a very, very strong lineup again, like we had last weekend. Okay, first of all, we have the awards editor of uh, Variety coming in to predict the Oscars. Secondly, we have one of the actresses, Natalie Dormer, uh, from How. Um, Who's from gorgeous. From absolutely great Game of Thrones. Have her. We have a brilliant character actor, a guy called Richard Jenkins. Okay, and uh, we've, we've four interviews. All very, very strong. I don't know how I'm going to get them in. Well, look, tell Natalie Dormer that George said, I think she looked fantastic in the the drama where she played... um, the wife of the fella, and she he that's made gonna be, that's going to be easy to explain now. And he made her sleep with all his pals, and it's a famous story from the 16th century because it, there was a court case and everything. It's really it she was played Anne Boleyn, by the way, in the Tudors. That it, was, correct. Yes, and yeah. I loved her resemblance.